0: Hello! Welcome to the very first podcast episode of our Ellie Talks, the podcast to inspire, inform and connect the sustainable textile world. My name is Julie Liter, I'm founder of Ariadne Innovation, and Ariadne Innovation is uh, the digital tech startup uh, that aims to inspire, inform, connect on the sustainable textiles world. Today we will uh, connect with uh, Aurélie Maas, who is our very first uh, special podcast uh, guest and who is purchase and sales manager at uh, Maas Mattress Ticking. Aurélie, very welcome today. Happy to have you here. Um, Aurélie, uh, today's topic will be about uh, family businesses in uh, the textile industry. So, uh, if you're ready for it, uh, you had or had not had some coffee today because <laughs> I remember that you don't drink any coffee, but uh, I do think that uh, you're ready to uh, get started, yes. So, um Aurélie, um, we have known each other for many, many years. I will not share all the details about <laughs> <laughs> that period. But uh, please, can you introduce yourself to the audience today? Uh, who is Aurélie Maas and what is uh, Maas' mattress sticking?
1: So um, I'm Aurélie. I uh, live in Belgium, of course. Um, I have uh, three children. They're quite fun and also quite energetic. I'm <laughs> um, married uh to my biggest support, William. He's also in the textile business and and textile recycling. And uh, so we're quite a busy family, Uh, but I'm I'm at a happy place and um,
0: You're here today at the Quindle Studio, so it's a very, very happy place (laughs) to be here today. Uh, As I already introduced, so today will be about family businesses uh, in in the textile industry, uh, how uh, to implement change in a a more traditional industry, traditional businesses. So uh, as myself, um, I think we we will have a lot to talk about because uh, for the listeners who don't know yet, I'm indeed founder of Ariadne Innovation, but today I'm also CEO and third generation at yeah. our family business, European Spinning Group. So I can relate a little bit. Uh, yes, she was founded by my uh, yeah. grandfather, um, and is active in the production uh, of uh, of textile yarns. So this is also how uh, how we know each other. But um, I myself am third generation. But yeah. Aurélie, if I'm correct, you're the fourth generation already. That's uh, Indeed, that's yeah. amazing. Can you maybe tell us some more about your family history?
1: Yes, so indeed, my great grandfather uh, was working in a company, textile company, and he in an MBO. He bought the company at that time. It was a textile company doing all kinds of textiles, curtains, uh, cloths, um, mattress ticking, a bit of everything. And then uh, during the years, um, people uh, could afford more and more luxurious stuff, such as a decent bed. Then in the sixties, we uh, specialized in mattress ticking. Uh, and then my grandfather and uh, my grandmother uh, were leading the company. And then in 1906, my father bought the company. And uh, we mainly did weaving. And then since ninety uh, seven we also started to knit. Uh, that's also been a... Uh, a change in evolution, because beds were, be, were able to go up to go down, so a knitted fabric is more elastic than a woven fabric, so um, that's why it's quite a modern technology, um, things change. Yeah. and My father is still um, so the CEO and the owner of the company, and I also have a brother active in the company, and he's in charge of production. So uh, that's mainly the the things we do. So we do the woven side, the knitted parts, but we are vertically integrated as well. So we color, we dye our yarns, we do the preparation of the beams. We also do the treatment of the fabrics. Um, So yeah, the whole range. And um, everything is done in Belgium, here close to Kortrijk in Zwevegem. Um,
0: we know that very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're
1: close by, so we, we buy yarn, so uh, also yeah. from um, uh, your company, as well, and um, we then uh, produce it, and then we sell uh, rolls of fabrics, um, and uh, we I think the export is about ninety eight percent of exports, mm-hmm. mainly in Western Europe and Northern America. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we work with 130 people or, uh, something like that. And uh, we work in three shifts. Yeah. So morning, afternoon and the night shift.
0: Okay, interesting. Uh, Maybe just for the listeners who don't know the term mattress ticking, can you maybe enlighten us a little bit about the construction of a mattress? Uh, For those interested, we already have a a very interesting early talk on the circularity in the mattress industry. We will talk about that later. But uh, can you maybe just explain, as I'm a five-year-old, what mattress ticking is?
1: So ticking is a typical uh, term in the sector. And ticking is fabric to put around the mattress. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be woven or knitted fabrics. So we buy bobbins that can be viscose, cotton, polyester, wool, uh, flax, whatever, um, yarn. We process it, so by weaving and knitting, and then the whole vertical integrated other steps that can be done. Mm -hmm. And then we sell the rolls, the, the fabric, uh, it's put on rolls and we send it to our clients and other people who make mattresses, such as Rivor, who was your host or your uh, guest
0: yes, indeed.
1: Uh, some weeks ago at uh, Ellie Talks. Um, so we really make B2B um, fabrics. So you cannot find it in the shops or anything. You can find our fabrics in the shop, but it's already put around okay. a mattress. It's confections. And, yeah.
0: Okay, thank you for that, uh, that insight. Uh, now I want to talk a little bit, uh, focus on the, on the topic of really starting uh, in, a, in a family business. Uh, I mean, if you're really um, a child in a, in a family who has uh, a known uh, family business, for most people, it's some kind of given fact that you will uh, end up in the, in the family business yourself. Uh, for me personally, um, when I uh, graduated from, uh, from university, um, I was not planning of starting in the family business yet, so yeah. I had some uh, about five years of uh, experience in, in different companies, uh, not textile related. But then I think the heart uh, went where uh, where it had to go. <laughs> uh, but but how was it for uh, for you? Uh, did you gain any experience? Um, Elsewhere, or did you start immediately in the, in the company? How did that go uh, after you graduated? Well, a bit similar did to. Did you graduate? The, I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I graduated uh, fluently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I have my um, degree. I went to law school. And uh, I, I like to study it, but I didn't want to do it professionally. Yes. Um, but it's nice time, the, st- the student time. You get to know a lot of people. Your <laughs> network grows. So
0: uh, we, we know each other from Leuven. <laughs> some small insights. Exactly. <laughs> For those who do not exactly. know. So we know each other. from. So a... it's an
1: important network. It's yes. proven today. Eh? <laughs> indeed. We're still <laughs> here already. <laughs> um, so indeed, it was a bit uh, similar to your story i wasn't supposed to come to the company to enter the company my uh, brothers were active in the company so we were with four children so uh, we were already quite busy with the family in the company and i started to work elsewhere and my opinion was always okay if you want me in the company i will come with pleasure to work in the company but if there's no place for me for whatever reason um no worries i will find my own path uh, so uh, but now looking back, I'm very happy I gained Mm -hmm. experience elsewhere. For me, it's very valuable to be just um, treated like a normal employee, to be one of the guys. But to be one of the guys is important to to learn to get to know yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses, to get honest feedback, to um, defend your cases. Because if you enter a company as a son or a daughter, if you want to or you don't want to, you will be treated in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you won't know everything. You won't always get the honest feedback. So it's important to know yourself and to work somewhere else, to build your case, to take up responsibility. Um, it, it's it's a valuable lesson for me to work elsewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, so does that mean that for maybe your own children in the future... Or maybe other uh, young people uh, starting uh, at looking at their family businesses uh, or not. Would you advise them then to first, uh, you know, uh, get Mm. some experience elsewhere? I always say uh, you fill your backpack with uh, experience. Uh, so uh...
1: I would recommend it personally but mm-hmm. I know it's not always possible If it, but if it is also you learn other things from other organisations and things you can mm-hmm. take with you and you can compare or we do that in a good way, that could be done better um, otherwise you cannot know what should be done better or you don't have something to to compare with it it's it's i would suggest, i I would recommend it so uh, yeah, yeah. but that's a personal opinion of yes, course yes
0: i uh, i can agree um let's just zoom in a little bit about uh, the tech uh, the industry we're in uh, textile business um i i think it's it's one of the oldest in flanders we're here today in uh, in kortrijk next to uh, the leie the golden river uh, a lot of it is is linked to the flax carpet industry um but but you still feel that uh, um, it's an unknown industry by by mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. uh, or people react uh, often to me uh, i did not know that there was still a textile industry in a, in belgium or in europe so what do you like personally about working in this industry do you have a, a feeling uh, any yeah uh, positive points misconceptions you feel that you would like to point out uh, to our audience today um
1: for me, I think that the biggest misconception is people think it's an old-fashioned, uh, it's an old industry, so it must be old-fashioned. Mm. But that's not <laughs> at all the case. We we try to open the company as much as possible for people to visit, and then they all get surprised. Whoa, it's quite modern here. Yes, of course it's modern here. So uh, I think that is the most misconception. I mean, the the, miss, um, the wrong idea people have of our, of our industry. And i have to say what i see with myself but also with colleagues once you enter the textile world you don't want to leave it anymore mm-hmm. because it's uh, technical but at the same time aesthetics is quite important so it's really a nice balance between both um also um it's a vivid material so every day is a new day you learn new days my father is 44 years in the company mm-hmm. and he still learns new things it's 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 there's no it's not a s- exact science it's so different every day and it's a really a challenge uh, but a positive challenge yes. uh, really a really nice um, uh, way to work with a product as textile okay.
0: I totally agree. And uh, we are modern because uh, we as Ariadne Innovation are doing podcasts, so This is <laughs> definitely <laughs> a very modern way of uh, influencing the textile uh, textile industry. Um, you work uh, as a, a purchasing and a sales manager, can yep. you maybe um, talk about how you started in this role? Uh, did you start there immediately or did you have some trajectory when you started in, uh, in the company?
1: Um, well, the, the job I entered was uh, the purchasing and assisting my father. That was mm-hmm. the starting point. Um, it, it gave me time also to get to know uh, the textiles because when I started purchasing uh, the yarns, it was like, whoa, there's a whole new, new vocab- vocabulary, a whole new dictionary with the 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 the, the yarns, this, this, the, the, the the how you the names of the yarns, the 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 thickness of the yarns. It's a whole new vac- vocabulary. It's a whole new uh, yeah, word. a whole new world I have to learn, and it's a whole new world. Um, so that got me some time to get to know everything. Um, and then uh, step by step, like a typical in a family company you you start to see where you can be of use a fill in the a fill in the gaps um, oh this could be done okay i will do this oh this could be an opportunity i will do this mm-hmm. uh i think that's the, the the nicest thing there are no boundaries mm-hmm. if you think it's interesting and it's good for a company you just can do it you're not on an island this is your job so uh it's it's an evolution the whole time
0: uh, yes that's nice. Uh, nice to hear. Uh, maybe we can um, also uh, talk a little bit about uh, the generations uh, in our uh, in our uh, sector, uh, because um, what you hear a lot is is that new generations also bring new insights uh, to the company. I think textiles uh, 30, 40 years ago was not what it, what it was today. We already briefly talked about it. Um, do you experience a difference in, uh, in, in, in vision between uh, the previous generations uh, in the company, between you and your father, for instance? Do you have a different um, uh, touch point uh, or, or vision that you find important, uh, which, which might change with, uh, with the generations? You share uh, something about that.
1: I see there are different um, IDs or, or things that have been changing, uh, but um, in our company, everybody has got a big responsibility and can do can take a lot of initiative. So if you say, like, look, I think this is a good opportunity for us," if you can um, uh, motivate it, the reason why can do it so it, it's it's there are no boundaries they there um my father know the world is knows the world is changing so um he understands but it's not he will not do it anymore mm-hmm. he will help us and give us the, the the chances to do it but um yeah we get all opportunities we want to and uh, would he
0: participate in a podcast
1: before I was coming to today I said I'm in a podcast and I asked do you know what a podcast is (laughs) just to check and uh, but uh, he knew he knew, but entering a podcast no, I don't think uh, he will do. You can do that. That's okay.
0: My my mother is a huge fan of podcasts, so yeah. she's already uh, longing to hear this uh, this episode. Yeah. She's very much yeah. a fan of uh, Ariadne Innovation. Yeah. Okay, can you maybe? Um, so you, you talked about your brother being uh, in the company. Yeah. Uh, he's in. Uh, Production responsible. Yeah. Um, how do you work together? Uh, are you complementary? Do you? How do you align your visions with your brother? Can you uh, maybe talk a little bit, little bit about working together with uh, a sibling in a in a family business?
1: Yes, with uh, my brother, uh, it goes quite natural. I have to say, mm-hmm. we're indeed uh, characterized quite um, complementary. Uh, but I think the most important. Um, we have an open and transparent communication if someta- something is bothering me or him we just say to each other um, so we op- we clear the the open air so so nothing will stay in between or something so we we, we talk uh, we try to talk a lot sometimes we just um, don't take time enough to talk, mm-hmm. and we try now to do it more with a structured way, to have regular meetings like once a month at least, or even for lunch. Let's go to lunch together, and then we eat, we talk at the same time, and that's what I, I can see now. What we're doing those last uh, the last year, it's mainly by lunch. <laughs> we, <laughs> we see each other. We see each other every day, of course. Eh? Um, but um, we try to be to get it more structured. But, um, yeah, I think open and transparent communication. if something wrong, just say it. also, for small things, if I'm in a doubt, I don't know how to advance. I just go to him. How do you think this and this? even if it's not related to production, it's mm-hmm. just general things. Um, yeah, and but everybody has got his own responsibilities, and we trust each other in responsibilities. We're not checking the whole time. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. We, we leave each other alone. I sort of speak and uh, I think it goes quite well.
0: And what about with your father at the Christmas table? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Does it stick then still or uh, is this something that you leave for uh, the day-to-day company business? uh? I have to say we eat and drink a lot at the Christmas table. (laughs) (laughs) We have that in common as well, I think. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and that's a bit the culture of our company as well. If we go abroad for to visit clients, it's we have a good meeting, and afterwards we have a good <laughs> meal as well. It's important to to to, to, to combine that. And but um, no, my 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 mother takes care that we don't talk too much of our work uh, during the family days, uh, the holidays or whenever. Um, it sometimes of course happens. It's inevitable, I think. But uh, we we try to leave work at work. As much as possible and i think it's also important for ourselves because we give a lot of ourselves during the working hours and then uh, it's also good for us to 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 think of nothing really mm-hmm. uh, to, to just relax be in the moment be there with the children uh, i think it's important as well to charge yes, so recharge important. the batteries
0: recharge and yeah. uh, check out <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. okay uh just to come back to the topic of uh, Ariadne Innovation as well, uh, uh, about digitalization, uh, sustainability, innovation in the textile industry, which are topics uh, that are very important uh, for us. uh, And is also the reason why we invited you today uh, to share a little bit insights about uh, what you're doing in the company, Uh, reading about new websites, uh, uh, circular fabrics uh, you're launching, also research projects you're participating in. it's a very clear direction. Um, was this already in place when you started in the company, or do you have the feeling that this is something that uh, you as fourth generation also have pushed a little bit uh, into the into the family business?
1: Well, we were doing already a lot of things, but more like the client asks, we will do it. Mm-hmm. We now try to do it more in a proactive way, eh? to 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 think what we think is important to do. To, to structure it as we think it's it should be done. Um, because we see it's an increasing topic, it's getting more and more important, and it is quite very important. So we do it more in a proactive way. Uh, I would say we have a lot of p- pieces of the puzzle, and we try now to be more a big puzzle to make a whole. Um, I think uh, that's the main thing I change, to do it more proactive.
0: And how, how are your partners or your markets? Um uh, replying uh, to these initiatives uh, is the feedback positive you, you want to take action there do you because um, Jan Maas also talked about engaging the whole ecosystem uh, working together uh, is this something uh, you feel as well uh, that you can connect to your customers about this or was it sometimes difficult uh, to get this uh, implemented uh, and, uh, and launched in, uh, in the market
1: No, I think um, the the positive mindset, the the sustainable mindset, like I want to say, is there. So everybody knows the direction we have to go through and everybody is on board. Um, But it's just, I think, a matter of communication. We do already a lot, especially in Belgium. We have uh, so strict rules and what we used to be... What we used to see more as a burden, as, okay, we have to do that, it only costs money, we now see more as an opportunity. Okay, then we will take the lead, or at least try to take the lead, and go for it. And um, I think that's a bit a different mindset. But like Jan Maas was uh, suggesting, I think the most important, indeed, is we have to realize you cannot do it on your own. Mm-hmm. You need partners, you need to work together, not uh, directly, maybe, um, in a horizon, horizontal way with... Uh, competition but first of all in in the vertical direction maybe eh, with Sandex Bell or with uh, clients or with suppliers or whatever uh, uh, really uh, people with a lot of experience in his own field so uh, yeah
0: so you see the importance of uh, an ecosystem like uh, El there yes. what yeah. we like to do, no. and how we could uh, try to help uh, the industry.
1: Uh, yeah, I try on to that check well. it uh, every week a bit. <laughs> if there's here any nice things, I could be involved, or just creating new habits. You know, yes. it's uh, creating new uh, also the culture, and that's a bit the thing we have to communicate more, not only external but also internal, mm-hmm. to to let everybody know what's going on, to keep everybody on board, to to be to create uh, this culture.
0: Yes, oh. and I, I think this uh, transition from a closed culture towards a more open culture, whether it's uh, you know internally or externally with stakeholders, this is definitely something uh, in the in younger generations that you're seeing uh, a lot more. Um, definitely because the closeness in our uh, textile industry uh, uh, a lot um, sticks to uh, let's yeah. keep the innovation uh, or. The 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 mentality um, insights But I do agree with you that collaboration will be very important uh, for uh, for the future. And also, I think
1: the transparency part is getting more and more important. And that's related to those collaborations. Mm -hmm. uh, Because if you're transparent, you don't have to be afraid. People will see what you're doing and will try to copy. I think, indeed, like you said, it used to be like that, but we're past that. If you're a real sustainable company... You don't have to worry to be transparent. It's it's. Yes. It's just an advantage.
0: Yes, I do agree. Because uh, being sustainable and then transparent is, is linked to each other. Yeah. And the younger consumers, if you look in different uh, end products, are, are also you know, um, demanding more and more of transparency. And with mm-hmm. all the greenwashing guidelines, mm-hmm. I, I think as production mm-hmm. companies, uh, we need to be very uh, secure about how we communicate uh, and uh, and what we uh, mm-hmm. communicate. Okay, um, very interesting. Um, we would like uh, as well as we do with uh, with Ellie Connect with uh, with the the ecosystem. We're trying to bring together. Um, Uh, You know, um, people with an open mindset uh, on sustainability who sometimes uh, stumble upon uh, internal uh, resistance uh, in their company. So you already managed to take a lot of steps uh, forward. Uh, Maybe you have some... um, tips and tricks uh, for our listeners um, how to you know create this kind of um, revolution effect mm-hmm. uh, if I can call it that uh, in a company or just trying to uh, bring them along with the vision can you maybe share some uh, tricks um, uh, about how you how you tackle this in uh, in your business
1: well I think it just start with baby steps huh? don't See it as a revolution, but more as an evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just baby steps, and if you don't know where to begin, just begin. Take small steps, and I think once the ball gets rolling, um, it's like a snowball effect. We say in Dutch, uh, maybe in English as well. Um, once the ball gets rolling, it, it will come. It will come if you're if you take time for it. It will come, and I think you cannot um, get around it anymore. Fact, facts and figures are there. Um, the sustainable way is, is is proven to be the better way. You get more efficient companies, um, and it's coming. I know also in financial institutes, they will check within a couple of years if you're a sustainable company, and you will get um, uh, approved or disapproved for that. So, so it's it's, it's there. It's it's you cannot. Get, yeah, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> you just go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: always say, uh, <laughs> just put your boots on. Uh, to yeah. the bottom as we know here in the, in <laughs> Flanders <laughs> just exactly. get started i totally agree okay thank you really um you know, with the LE talks, we we try to um, you know inspire um, the ELE Connect ecosystem as well uh, about sustainable growth uh, to connect you to right right partners um, to help you during uh, your journey. Is there anything that the community uh, who is listening uh, today or will be listening? Uh, in the future could help you with? Uh, Do you have anything that you're looking for at the moment uh, or any questions you have uh, for other peers uh, in the same position? Um, Anything that you think about? Uh, Now you have the stage (laughs) to launch it in a very special way, so. uh,
1: Well, I'm uh, looking for a marketing intern. (laughs) So people who are interested um, and do an internship of marketing because that's also I think how how you see things are are if ev- the evolution is going. Uh, marketing was something we're a B two B company. We don't need marketing, okay. And <laughs> you can do a lot of marketing. You have to do the smart marketing. We we stay a B two B company, but we have to invest more in that, but in a smart way, of course. Um, So I'm personally looking for a marketing intern.
0: Okay, (laughs) we noted that down. (laughs) Great, Uh, and definitely it works because uh, thanks to my uh, young team here, I'm doing a podcast for the first time in my life. (laughs) So it really helps. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, Before we finish, uh, we have two small quotes we would like to uh, propose to you. Um, So I would like to... You know, know what you think uh, about uh, the first one. And the first quote is: "In order to grow, family companies need to have the courage, not only to professionalize their business, but also uh, the organization."
1: Yes, um, I think uh, as in a family company, the company has to come first. It's not always easy because emotions are there; you cannot uh, avoid it. But you, you should um, put the company first. You should professionalize um, but don't professionalize too much <laughs> what do I mean don't um, overstructure don't um, have too much meetings because I think that's just flexible. The, the most important thing of a family company is its flexibility it, it's it's um, its' way of handling things in a, in a fast way so yes there should be a, a good uh, certain of level of professionalism but don't um, Copy the big companies because, um, yeah, that's not my uh, way it goes. Uh, it should go.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, I think one of the characteristics of, uh, of family businesses is also they're known for their resilience. I think in textiles we have already incurred a, a lot of that uh, performance, but also view and focus on the on the long term because you think further than just one generation. Mm. Uh, so, what do you think about uh, about that, and definitely when it's related to sustainability as well? Uh, how do you feel about uh, this long-term vision? I
1: think that's the one of the most important um, uh, positive things about the family company. It's the long-term thinking. I think that is the biggest problem we have with our government. They only think in for in terms of four to five years and. Uh, sustainable uh, solutions take time you cannot um, rome wasn't built in a day and uh, a day is certainly not four to five years when new elections are there so i think um, (laughs) in the long term uh, the long-term thinking is really uh, the biggest added value i think of a family company
0: okay i think that's this is definitely want to jot down for uh, the politicians who might be listening as well <laughs> 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 to think as a family business on yep. long-term. Yep. Uh, and uh, this way you can uh, engage uh, companies with you as well. Uh, I think to finish the talk, as we're talking about long-term family businesses, uh, as you as a, as a mother as well, uh, making or having the next generation. Uh, How do you see yourself in, let's say, about 20 years uh, with your children? Will they be in uh, in the business? Uh, What is your dream for them and for yourself uh, as an entrepreneur?
1: I think that's also the the main motivation. If you can pass on the legend, as we say, you, you treat the company as your child so my fourth child (laughs) Uh, and then and you hope to to give an even better company to your children and they they do their thing with it and there's no guidance meaning every timeline has got its own opportunities and its own um um own obstacles uh what my father and grandfather challenged will be different challenges that w- what we will face so um every time it's different um but yeah indeed that's that would be the best thing indeed
0: so would you allow them to go in the same student uh organization we were. Yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> I would recommend it even.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. That uh, actually brings us to the end of the, our very first uh, podcast uh, episode. Thank you really Maas from Maas Mattrusting for this uh, very insightful talk. Thank you. Uh, it was uh, amazing to have you as, uh, as my first guest, uh, uh, hearing your uh, interesting insights about uh, the family business and uh, view on the uh, textile industry. Thank you uh, to every everyone uh, listening uh, a very warm thank you as well to uh my team um, who is uh, organizing all this. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, for doing this. I'm uh, very much looking forward to uh, the next uh, episodes. Um, we hope uh, you as an audience uh, were inspired by the first one, but, but definitely I would advise you to keep on hanging on there uh, for uh, the following podcasts as well. Uh, I would like to invite you all also to have a look on www. Uh, to see what Uh, inspiration, information and connections we can provide you uh, in the textile business uh, today and, uh, and for the future. Thank you. Have a nice day. Enjoy. Bye.